Hello friend and welcome to episode 12 of the Calm Edit podcast. I'm going to guess that since you were last here, your days have been a busy roller coaster, filled with both good and challenging moments. But I also hope that in between life's never-ending to-do list, you've managed a few minutes to breathe, rest and maybe drink a cup of your favourite tea. Or if you haven't, then I hope this gives you the perfect excuse to pop the kettle on and press pause for a short while. If you happen to live in the Northern Hemisphere, you've likely spent much of this first month of 2022 in hibernation mode. Warming foods, cosy blankets, thick coats and long evenings spent indoors have been the order of the day. Or maybe you're on the other side of the world and have been managing the balmy temperatures by cooling off inside. All of this forced extra time in our homes can feel frustrating, especially if our surroundings are less than tranquil. But in today's episode, I want to encourage you to embrace the spaces in which you live instead of trying to escape them. And what better way to do that than by creating areas that feel calming, grounding and unapologetically yours. So I have four fuss-free and budget-friendly steps to help you bring some zen into your home. I promise that once you're done listening, you'll feel gently inspired to make some positive changes, whatever your living situation. First up on the list is to think about which space in your home you'd like to feel more relaxed in. This doesn't have to be an entire room. In fact, I know many of you out there don't necessarily even live in conventional two-up, two-down homes. So my suggestion is to identify a space within a room or an area that you'd like to make your sanctuary. I know that this can be tricky. Many of you will have children, a partner, animals, housemates, or you might work from home. And so often rooms blend into one another in terms of functionality, particularly if you have an open plan situation. But one helpful tip is to think of something you enjoy doing at home and then create your calm space around that activity. My sister and I were talking about this recently. She loves to cook and has always been wonderful at it. And as a consequence, the kitchen is her domain and a go-to place when she's feeling stressed. In it you'll find her favourite cookbooks and recipes, speciality cooking oils and utensils, and everything neatly organised so that she can whiz up something delicious at a moment's notice. So let's say you love nothing more than soaking your cares away in the tub. Well then that's your place for cultivating calm. Or perhaps you enjoy making things and there's a favourite spot or chair you like to sit in while being creative. For me currently, it's a small nook in the corner of my bedroom. It's where I practice yoga as the sun rises and sets, it's where I do my makeup, where I light my candles, and where I like to meditate. It's my very own Zen Den. If you think about it for long enough, there will be that one little area in the house that you naturally gravitate towards when everything feels a bit much and you want some refuge. And that's the place I want you to focus on. With that now in mind, the next step is to look at making that space a physically calm one. In my younger years, I did a publishing degree and many times during the design classes, I was taught about the importance and value of having white space on the page. If words and images aren't given the room to breathe, 
they end up being absorbed into the paper. And in many ways, I think we can apply this to the way we live in our homes. If we aren't given the space to move and to be in our environments, we can start to feel lost and rather chaotic within them. A mini decluttering can work wonders to give us that white space, if you will. Please don't worry, this isn't the part where I ask you to turn into minimalist feng shui komori experts. The aim of decluttering is not to pull everything out of everywhere and spend the next week having to sort through it. Instead, take five minutes maximum to put items back in their original place, file away paperwork, recycle rubbish and top up the charity box. Then freshen up the space with a quick wipe down, dust or hoover. What you want at the end of this little blitz is to have a clearer, cleaner and tidier area so that you can move on to step three, which is to make it feel calm. This step is lovely because you can really tailor it to your taste through colour, texture and scent and you can repurpose items that you already have elsewhere in your home. For example, let's say you want to use your space for meditation, journaling and yoga. In that case, you could grab an empty hamper or box and pop in your journal and favourite pen, a yoga cushion, a cosy jumper, a reed diffuser, some crystals and maybe a low-maintenance plant. Before you know it, you've created a go-to station for calm that can sit neatly to one side when you're not using it, but that's always available for those stressed-out moments. And remember earlier when I mentioned the bath as a place for relaxation? Well, why not make up a little basket to include things like a gorgeous smelling candle, soothing bath salts, restorative face and hair treatments and a good book? That way, you can take them in with you and have a simple, de-stressing pampering session while you soak. Speaking of simple, your go-to space might be a seat at the dining table or on the sofa where you like to drink your morning coffee and watch the sunrise. If that's the case, then... Having your favourite cup, a lovely vase filled with dried flowers, a comfy cushion or a soft blanket nearby can really set the tone for calm. If your space still doesn't feel relaxing after a tidy up or you're low on spare accessories already in your home, there are many independent artists out there who make beautiful tranquil prints to hang on the wall that won't cost the earth. I'll add some links in the show notes to some that I love. You could also refresh a wall with a calming, neutral or soft colour paint. Tester pots are much cheaper. Or maybe you could ask a neighbour. And if you have some good charity shops or thrift stores nearby, you can look for materials like wood and wicker to give your space a natural feel. If you'd like to include some unloved wooden furniture, try using a little coconut oil which will bring it back to life. And don't underestimate the power of soft, simple lighting including non-toxic candles and eco-friendly LED bulbs for creating a softer, calmer mood. So you've picked your space, you've cleared it out and you've sprinkled in some relaxation with well-chosen items. Now what? Well, the fourth step is to claim it for yourself and often. It might sound selfish, especially if you live with others and space is limited. But in order to have a sanctuary, others need to know that sometimes it will be yours, that you'll be using it regularly, 
and that when you're in it, the do not disturb sign is most definitely up. If your space is in a communal area, or you have children who may not understand the concept of you time, then finding moments when they aren't around to use your space is probably best. And one other important point before you use your space, try to rid yourself of any feelings of guilt or unworthiness. I'll keep saying it until this podcast is no more. Taking time out to breathe, reset and find joy is never something you need to apologise for or justify. It's not always comfortable setting boundaries for self-care and relaxation, but it's at the core of any kind of karma life. The fact that you're listening to this means you're already ahead of the curve. Today's episode is just that extra bit of encouragement to put your well-being first for once. I so hope that you feel inspired to create that calm, peaceful space for yourself. If you do, let me know over on Instagram at The Calm Edit. I'd really love to hear from you. Well, we've come to the end of today's episode. And before I go off to my own Zen space for a little me time, I'd like to thank you, as always, for being here. You can find the show notes for today over at thecarmedit.com slash pod slash 12. And one small request, if I may, if you've been enjoying the podcast so far and have two minutes to leave a very quick review wherever you're listening to this, it would be so appreciated. Until the next episode, please take care of yourself and stay safe. Bye.